0: Welcome everyone, I'm your host Kara, and this is Tea Time with God. Please grab your Bible and a cup of tea and join us on this wonderful journey through God's Word. Um, the first thing I want to say is I apologize that I haven't done an vi- episode in a long time and um, I am working on it and this just has been a very mi- busy past two months but i am working on getting things out every week hopefully so um be to tune- stay tuned for that but i don't have a full uploading schedule yet so i'll probably have a few episodes here and there but just stay tuned because they will be there second i encourage you um to send in a voice message if you have any thoughts questions um anything you would like me to talk about or share with you because um, I would be happy to do that. That's what I'm here for. So feel free to do that. You can do that on our website. Also, um, I wanted to share with you what I'm talking about today. So my most popular episode was probably the one I did on a Christian morning routine. And um, that one was really good. And you guys really seem to like it so that was more of like a chit chat with you guys where I sort of just talked about stuff and I'm gonna do something like that again but I want to go a little bit deeper this time and I'm gonna talk about prayer now um, the first point I want to get on is why do we pray so um you to ask yourselves do you have a best friend I know I do Um, I'm not gonna name any names of course but I have a best friend and she is amazing best person you'll ever meet best friend now I as my best friend I would probably share anything with her well Now think of God like your best friend. You can share anything with him. Prayer is simply like sitting across the table with a cup of tea and talking. That's what prayer is. And it's amazing. So, um, that's pretty much why I pray, because you can tell him anything. He is so trustworthy. You can tell him your deepest, darkest secrets. He won't judge you. He won't try to change you. And best of all, he will keep your secrets. He's like your best friend. Now, um, I've been keeping some prayers in a notebook for a while, and um, I just wanted to share with you that there is a wrong way to pray. There is a wrong way to pray. Now, I'm going to let that sit for a minute, because you're probably like, what? A wrong way to pray what do you mean and what I mean by that is when we pray we're going to God and we're asking him to change our lives for the better we're asking him to help people we're praising him we're thanking him but when you go to pray and you say God I want a new phone or God I want this new pair of shoes or, God, my TV broke. I want a new one. Or, God, I don't like the house I'm living in. Can you um get this new one across the street to open up so that way I can buy that one? What we're doing is we're saying, God, give me this. And that is wrong. That's not... How we should pray so what I do um, to try to avoid demanding things is thinking about other people now um, I have this cousin no name but um, she doesn't understand why I like to read my Bible she doesn't understand why I like to go to church she doesn't understand anything about that and what I pray for her is that one day she'll pick up her Bible because um, I got her a Bible hoping that one day she'll pick it up and she'll read it and she'll come to me and ask me what does this mean what does this mean what am I supposed to do to change my life so that way I can be like this person in the Bible And I hope that one day that'll happen and I can help her and walk her through her journey with Christ. Now, let's say you don't have a family member that is like that or a friend that doesn't know God. Let's say all your family is Christian. All your friends are Christian. You don't know anyone who isn't Christian, who needs your help. Well, I have a solution to that, too. Um, Another thing I'll do when I can't think of anyone that I could possibly pray for at this moment, even though I probably could, um, I go to this website called the Joshua Project. And they talk about so many unreached people, so many people who don't know Christ. And I pray for them. I pray that one day um, the small community of Christians in that area will branch out and will tell the people about Christ. I pray that churches will send their missionaries there so that way those people can hear the word. I pray that Bibles will be shared. I pray that governments will let up will not force religions on people, but let them come to Christ. Let them seek their own path, not force them to be Islamic, not force them to be Muslim, not force them to be Catholic. Just let them be free, and then they'll find their way to Christ. And then what I do is I pray for me. And when I pray for me, I pray that I'll find rest in his word. I'll pray that he'll help me to remember that he is there. I pray that he'll give me someone to disciple, someone to teach. And I pray that. He'll bring more of you to listen to these podcasts, to listen to what I'm saying right now. Because when you should pray for you, it should be for the things that you need, not the things you want. And right now I need rest. Right now I need hope. Right now I need a friend and then what I like to do is I like to thank him I like to thank him for all he's done I like to thank him for showing me my path and for shining a light Now, just because I pray like that does not mean that you have to pray like that. There's a wrong way to pray, yes, but there is no right way to pray either. So I encourage you to get a notebook like I did and to write down your prayers, write down your thoughts and your feelings. And when you feel comfortable, then just start talking to God. And after a little while, go back in your notebook, and you'll see that God has, will have answered your prayers. I went through my notebook a few days ago, and more than half of the prayers that I wrote in here have been answered. Now, sometimes they'll be answered in different ways than you could ever imagine. Sometimes they'll be answered the next day in the most abrupt and obvious way ever. You don't know, but he will answer them because he hears you. He loves you. Now, um, I also want to talk a little bit about discipleship. And um, I told you a little bit already that I pray that someone will come and I will be able to disciple them. Now, what that means is to take someone under your wing and lead them through their journey with Christ. To show them, look, this is what I read in my Bible today. This is what I learned. And to say things like, do you want to come to church with me? And if you, and if they can't go to church because they can't drive or their parents are busy or sick, Someone who can offer to bring them there. Someone who won't let them miss church just because they can't make it. Just because they can't, tr- they don't have the transportation to bring themselves from one place to another. Now, I want to disciple someone so that way I can. Sh- Teach them how to disciple others think about it if you disciple three people and those three people disciple three more people and the three people they discipled disciple three more people and it goes on and on and on and on. We could fill this world with Christianity every person could be Christian. Every person could come to know the gospel and come to know Christ and come to know that they have salvation. They have a savior and they have a future in heaven with him. So I tell I'm I ask you if you know someone who is just struggling to find their way to Christ, take them under your wing. Show them that you can help them. And teach them how to do the same for others. Now, if you are struggling, then pray and ask God that he give you someone to teach you. And sometimes that also means that you'll have to take a step out of your comfort zone and you'll have to ask someone to disciple you or ask someone if they know anyone who can disciple you. Someone who can teach you and help you. So I know I kind of got a little way from prayer with the discipleship, but I do think that discipleship is important and it does go along with prayer because um well you can pray for discipleship and stuff but coming back to that prayer I also want to talk about what do you do when you can't think of a prayer when you don't know what prayer to do now um, there is a prayer that's given to us in the Bible that you can pray anytime anywhere and it'll always be the same So if you don't know what to pray, you can pray that. And um, we call it the Lord's Prayer. And it goes like this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For that is the kingdom and the power And the glory forever and ever. Amen. And you can find that in Matthew 6 verse 9. And that is the prayer that God himself has given us. And it's probably one of the best prayers you could ever use. When you can't think of anything. Any words to pray. Now, um, prayer is a big part of a Christian's journey with God because that's how you talk to him. It's how you ask him for things. It's how you share his word with other people sometimes, asking him to help others when you can't do anything. But I would also ask that you pray and ask God to show you your path. To show you what he wants to do with you. Because you can pray and ask him to help others. But you can become a missionary and spread his word yourself. So I encourage you to right now grab a notebook and ask him God do you want to be do you want me to be a missionary show me what you want me to do right now show me how I can share your word with you and with others so that way they can come to know you and your gospel and so that way they can have eternal life with you in heaven today. Well, maybe not day. And I promise you that he will tell you. It may not be seconds after. It may take years. But he will tell you. It may not be in just the way that you think it may not you maybe you think it'll be in a dream or maybe you think you'll just know it might not be that way maybe it'll be different maybe he'll send it by a missionary trip coming up in your church soon maybe he'll send it by someone asking you do you want to be a missionary or do you want to do this or can you do this And I encourage you that if you see a chance to do something like that, to participate in your church, and if you want to, if even the slightest little bit of you wants to, I encourage you to do it. In fact, I'm asking you to do it, because that just might be the path that God has set out for you. And if you pray and ask him to show you that, then why would you deny it? Why would you say no if you asked him to do that for you? But I'm not gonna tell you to do anything. So I encourage you to ponder prayer today. Go ahead and um, think about the things, possibly even write down a prayer tonight or This morning or whenever. Because the biggest part of prayer is taking up all your thoughts and feelings and everything you want to say. And saying it to the Lord. Saying it to God. Telling him what's on your heart. And asking him to show you your way. Asking him to help others. Asking him to help you spread his word. That's what prayer is. Now, before I go, I want to ask you a question. And this question is very big. And I doubt many of you will have an answer to it right now. But the question is, what does prayer mean to you? And I'll tell you what prayer means to me. To me, prayer means that i get to share everything with god and that i get to ask him questions that i could never ask anyone else and i know that there will be an answer it means not having to worry about if i have enough money to support my family not having to worry if i'm going to be able to make it to work on time because I'm able to pray and trust and rest in God and know that everything is going to be all right because he's got my back and he's got yours too. So thank you for listening and please ponder those words and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.